Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Four Jobbers, and Happy New Year to each and every one of you jobbers out there. It is our first episode here in the year 2021. We are, of course, like all of you, I'm sure, super hopeful that this year will be a more positive and bright and fun and just everything good year than the year that was 2020. But of course, one thing that will remain consistent is that your four jobbers will be with you every week, except this week we are once again three. But let's start with the jobbers who are here. I will first introduce the man who always leads us off. He is, I'm gonna try and do this justice, the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves. How you doing, bud? Oh, that was beautiful. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I'm good. I'm feeling good right off the, the back of getting told I'm uh, locked down for another month or so. Um, so I'm stocking up on supplies, toilet roll and pasta. I'm, I'm absolutely not. I'm not a panic buyer. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, lots I'm of, feeling good. Lots of tennies though, at least, right? The essentials. Oh, I've got plenty. Uh, there's loads of local breweries around me. I can just, you know, stock up from them. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. What's that mean for your work? I, uh, I am working from home. Okay, cool. Sick. And by that, it means I'm not doing anything, which is class. So <laughs> it's always good. Is there, is there nothing that's done uh, in your role currently? Is there, is there some sort of work from home? Uh, there, there will be some stuff, but it's not okay. going to be anywhere near working from home. No, of course, of course. So yeah, it'll be um, an exciting month back to back to March, April, twenty twenty. So well, hey, more time to watch wrestling. Am I right? There's a lot to watch. There is a lot to watch. Absolutely, and not usually being introduced by somebody else, but here he is. He is the man with the hair of red. He is Sir Ginger. He. Brad Hamlin, how are you? I'm loving this intro, man. This has been fucking fantastic. You killed it, dude. Like, honestly, I'm, that was great. Thank you. This is such a nice way to come into the podcast. It's a so great wholesome. way to start off so 2021. Wholesome. So wholesome. Yeah. Complete opposite of me, which is what the people need right now, you know? Yeah, that's We're right. Less Trump, less orange Trump, and <laughs> more waxy snake coming in. <laughs> waxy <laughs> snake 2024. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. The Biden experience. You know, welcome back. Brad. Yes, that's you right. Know, we were, missed you last yeah. week. Happy to you have were, you back. You did Thank lose you your much. spot, though. You're not the introducer anymore. You've been demoted. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, truancy is not acceptable here. <laughs> like uh, you know, Triple H, I'm going to have to uh, you know be introduced last for a little while. You know, that's not right. uh, not not guide the, the sequences, not push this podcast along. You know, I'll, my minutes will be restricted. <laughs> exactly. You, you were going Hunter to Hurst be Helmsley um, treatment. Yeah, you were booked as um, king of the podcast, but uh, we've had to change that last minute now. Uh, it's now going to, well, it's also not going to Jason because he's also not with us tonight. Yes, true. So, yes, our, our charismatic, enigmatic, bizarre, mysterious, weird, <laughs> dopey Jason is... Haunted freak. Haunted freak, exactly. He is not with us today. He will be back, of course, next week. Uh the jobbers, even though we are jobbers, we do have other commitments. Uh, Jason is helping. Uh, Jason being the son of son of Jason. I don't even know where I'm going. He's helping son his of father Sam. move in. Uh, yes, yeah, son of Sam, exactly. So he's helping the father of... Nope, not the father of Sam. Sam himself. 
Mm. He's helping him move. Uh, so he's ha- he's having a big day. Doesn't have time to come and share his terrible takes with our terrible takes. So uh, we've given him a pass. But we will be back, or we should, knock on wood, be back at four full jobbers next week. But we still have, and I am, of course, son of dentist Wax Mamba, a.k.a. the Wax Mamba, a.k.a. Brian Waxman. I was your introducer today. How's my driving? Call 1-800. No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) we have have a lot to talk about uh, today, and I think where we wanted to start, unless anyone has anything else they want to say, just, well, first of all, actually, I should say, what have you guys watched what have you guys watched from the past week of wrestling? Because Jason will take this opportunity usually to say, oh, I watched uh, uh, Seinfeld uh, or something like that. <laughs> what, what wrestling have you guys watched in the last seven days? Again, though, that's a dangerous question to ask Jason because he'll probably say, uh, I watched WrestleMania 17. Shut up, Jason. He'll always he's find a way. Lot, like, I don't know. He's always watching something obscure. That, yeah. you know, It's great. Um, I he never watches watched... current wrestling, though. No. <laughs> no. I watched no. actually all of Raw. Nice. So Wow, I, nice. I, I normally don't get a chance how to did do you that, get so. how did you get through an entire episode of Raw? I tried this week. Uh, um I was excited because it was I, Legends Week. Well, yeah, I got through on the hope that something wild was gonna happen and uh, uh it did not. But that's okay. Um I got hooked because they told me Carlito was gonna be there. Yep. And I needed to see that. I needed that in my life. And they did not deliver. There was no Carlito. And even he tweeted, like, didn't know what was going on. Like, how did they make it? Like, listen, if it's a tweet that says all these people are going to be here and his name is there and he doesn't show up, okay. But you made a big deal out of it. Yeah, but he was, like, the first one they announced as well. Yeah. Like, he was was like, guess guess he's going to be on Legends like Carlito. And it's, like, like, posts of just him with the U.S. title and everything. Yeah, like, like, where's this going? Like, this is interesting. I was never a fan. I was never a fan of him. I wasn't cool. I wanted to throw a rotten apple in his face. Still aren't. (laughs) But, yeah, exactly. But, you know, (laughs) that's all right. At least I was popping for him coming back. It's, you know, in some respect. It's just... It's what I said last week. Seeing someone like Carlito, who doesn't come back super often, for me, is so much more exciting of a thought than seeing Hulk Hogan, who, yes, is a much bigger legend, but he comes back every month. It's not exciting to say, oh, Hulk Hogan's going to be on the next episode. I don't care. Like he like, just turns up and advertises the Hulkamania phone or whatever. Yeah, the H like, phone. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Just Haunted go garbage. Away. Haunted they did this garbage. silly, this silly promo with Drew so and Sheamus. Oh. And oh. At least Jimmy Hart was there, which was pretty cool. He's not, he's yeah, not there super. That often. was in my bad column of the week. I was considering using it as my bad. That's how cringy that segment was. Like, yeah. I felt bad. It was just, it, ugh. It was just really awkward to see some of these guys because they were obviously brought in for a payday, but yeah. the, they didn't do anything. Like, there was a point where you had, um, was it, I think it was Mark Henry. Yeah, Mark um, Henry was on the scooter. On the scooter? Yeah, Mark, oh yeah, yeah. He's, apparently he's got a bit of a sore leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had Mark Henry and that IRS guy, Irwin Scheister or whatever, right? He didn't the, say anything. The Fiend Senior. He just he just walked Papa away. Papa Fiend. And then Tatanka, who did nothing but stare down. But why was um, he? He was yo. He was ready for this. He was oiled up. He was tan. Yeah, he was yeah. in he wrestling his gear. Big, 
uh, body exposed. They, like, they must have said to him like a week ago, it's like, Tatanka, you're going to be on. He's like, absolutely, no bother. I'll be rigging ready. Like, got his head like, gear on. Oil no one else was ready, ready to, to wrestle. Like, the big no. show didn't come out in a fucking singlet. No. And Mark Henry didn't come out in the just, tights with his broken legs. That's, that's probably because if Tatanka had turned up not in his gear, you would have went, who the hell's that guy? So he kind of has to have. Honestly, gear, I, right? I barely recognized uh, IRS. Uh, yeah, I barely yeah, recognized no. Molly. Um, honestly, yeah. at this point. But yeah, just, you're right. If Tatanka so showed up bizarre. just in, a, in plain clothes, it would just be, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, at uh, least you could put the head uh, dress on. Yeah, just a normal suit. And have a normal dress. outfit yeah. like everybody. I don't know. You're right. It's just It was just so bizarre. It's yeah. just like classic WWE. It's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> Legends Night is this? What was the point? A, le- a Legends Night where Randy just goes around telling everybody they're arseholes. In awkward uh, promos, like yeah. yeah, Charlotte barks at her dad, like what because a he, weird because he tried segment. to get off with Lacey Evans, and then like, yeah, bring them all on the stage. Like, it wasn't yeah, it was just weird. It wasn't sexy enough either. If you're going down, wearing all these things, it's going to get more R-rated or more PG-13, and there's an opportunity to have them to kiss in some crazy moment that'll be all over social media. And I don't know, it feels like they're not going all the way, and that's something I talk about. They're acting a lot. They're not going too far with it. They're all holding back all the time, and so it's not believable. There's no I vulnerability. They need to get to a point just now, especially when they're being told that their ratings are tanking, so we want a, an edgier product or whatever the hell. I think they need to go to a point where they get people calling in and writing in and emailing in saying, this is not appropriate, blah, blah, blah. If they start to get that from the audience and, and from folk watching at home, that's when they can go, cool, that's where the line is. Mm. We will stop right before we get there. Then, that's Absolutely. what we want, right? Absolutely. So, Raw's definitely uh, was an interesting night. The first Raw of twenty twenty one, and we'll definitely have more to talk about uh, in the later moments of this podcast. Uh, I actually watched Raw, SmackDown, nice. NXT, and special one week only. I did watch some bits of the AEW celebration of life to the late, great Mr. Brody Lee. And I didn't, I admittedly didn't watch all of it. I was constrained to time, but for, I believe the rest of you guys did. What did you think? Uh, you know, switching to something more positive or, well, done more positively, I should say. Obviously, as a resident AEW mark, I have been messaging you guys for the last couple of days, like, watch it, watch it, watch it, please watch it, watch it. Um, it. It was beautiful. It really was. It was the perfect way to say thank you to somebody who I think has been really important in a lot of people's lives. Um, it was obvious what was going to happen. Like, they had the Dark Order in every single match, so you kind of knew yeah. the Dark Order were going to win. But it, that wasn't what it was about. It wasn't about you know, who's going to win. It was just about the performance that they were putting on. Um, I think the thing I loved right at the start is they had the entire roster out on the stage yeah. uh, for the 10 bells. And you can see, like, you know, Miro or, or Rusev, whatever you want to call him, is in tears. And you can see a couple other guys are just sobbing at this. And, you know, every match, the Dark Order come out and there's somebody in one of the matches and they're breaking up because this is somebody that's been so important to them. It was just, it was just so well done. And then Cody at the end coming out and saying, you know, this is, you know, let's bring out his family and 
retiring the TNT title to to his son. Uh, just, I think everything was done perfectly, um, as a as a celebration of a man's life uh, in that kind of industry. So. Uh, Absolutely stunning. And then, obviously, the montage right at the end with all the stuff that he's done was great. Really, really well done. Um, so I absolutely loved it. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know what... Brad, obviously, you watched all of it, or did you just watch some of it as well? Yeah, I watched um, all of it. I did fast-forward certain parts. Like, there's a few... Um, like, the matches and stuff, I would, I would skip through about five minutes or something. I didn't skip much. Uh, a lot of it... Some of the stuff I uh, had to stop or... Like, the Cody stuff was hard to watch for me, especially this week. Uh, just so everybody knows, uh, my childhood uh, friend, dog, Beamer, Captain President, Second Defense, General Beams, Mr. Friend, always a friend. Um, of course. Had, had you know, uh, is gone. So it was a tough week for sure, and that's why I wasn't able to do the podcast. And then that's why when this happened, I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, like, I, it was really, really tough, and I couldn't watch it at the time. So today, um, I was able to watch it all and it was stunning tribute for sure little brody jr fantastic job good job picking the matches i think those 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 are some of the maybe the best match of the card but every match had great wrestling even the opening match i mean you had the i didn't know something like seeing colt cabana hilarious by the way he's so funny yeah and i think we were you with me jordan when we saw him in edinburgh yes yeah so we went and saw him at the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh, and he was awesome there as well. And Matt Hardy, and he private did a great party. job. The yeah. Private party. See, I didn't know much about them before this match because I haven't been keeping tabs close enough. They were good. That, that yeah. was the match because I, I started. It was at the beginning. I, I watched that match the closest, and then, I, like Brad, I started fast-forwarding through some things. But seeing Private Party and the Young Bucks... Uh, first of all, it was just a great display of wrestling. It not only showed me how good tag team wrestling can be, it showed me how bad it is in <laughs> WWE, but that's a whole other yeah. uh, discussion. And, and I was telling these guys before uh, before we went on the air today, it reminded me uh, just in the sense that it was not just a former wrestler, it was an active wrestler. It was someone who all things, you know, all, all things normal would have returned and continued to be Mr. Brody Lee and continued to work with AEW. So it reminded me of Eddie Guerrero's Guerrero's, uh, celebration of life, what, 15 years ago now, we're talking? I don't remember the matches that took place, but I remember the tributes. I remember hearing the the, the superstars talk about him and and the emotion that they felt and even the guys who wore the I'm Your Poppy shirts and had Mm. the EG armbands. You don't always remember the matches themselves for something like this. It's you, 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 you remember the ceremony aspect of it. You remember the, the, the commemorative aspect of it. And I think the parts that I did see, uh, AEW did a really, really, really nice job. Uh, I think it. that's where they tie this in really well, too, now that you bring that up, is I do remember all the finishes. You know, and after watching a wrestling crowd, I don't usually I'll remember, the, I'll remember some spots and stuff, but I really remember... Those because they all had impactful moments. They had, you know, people crying as the match is finishing. They all had these, you know, so it bled throughout the entire card. So you're right. That's something I think that needs to be said. And all of them fun matches. They're, you know, there's something I want to say about AEW. I'm glad you watched uh, some of the wrestling because they do this thing where it's like, like their Hurricane Ranas and stuff are so over the top. But because they're always like that, it kind of, you fall into it. You know, your suspension of disbelief gets continued in these matches, even though 
those all those moves in those spots that they do look a little ridiculous. For some reason, I don't mind them as much, and I don't know if it's because they're more um, often or like I don't know what it is that that causes that for me. And it's, uh, it's the other thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, Jordan, to cut you off real quick. The other That's thing, right. and, and maybe uh, Jordan, as someone who watches more often, you can say if this is if this is commonplace, but especially with Chris Jericho uh, on commentary for this episode, I Killed noticed it, a lot of the commentary was treating it as if it was a real uh, fight. He was talking about the equipment. He was talking about the shoes that some of the, the, the wrestlers were using, and that this gets a better range of motion, but I personally prefer boots, and I do this yes. and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, you that's... don't hear that in WWE. They're talk to, <laughs> he's talking about what this guy did two weeks ago, but yeah. they're actually what are those commentating. Boots for? They're that's that's like, the thing yeah. that I love about EW is it is real, for, for you know, in inverted uh, yeah. quotes there. Like, they, they talk about things like that. And I think that's something that WWE does miss and that used to be given by JR, if I'm being yes. honest. That, you know, he used to talk about things like that and we do miss that a little bit there. But yeah, you're right. It is something they bring up quite a lot. The, the moment you're talking about is Jericho talking about him. He, he wouldn't be able to wrestle in sneakers. Yes. Um, and private party are, are wrestling in sneakers. And just... Is it one of those things that I'm going to look back in 10 years' time and go, I remember that time Chris Jericho said he couldn't wrestle in the sneakers? No, of course no. it's not. But there's just something about that in the moment that gets me engaged in the match. It's not just this... I mean, tell you what, do you ever watch like a football game or a soccer game and go, oh, the commentary was great? No, of course you don't, because they're just giving you a play-by-play. -play. It's when not When I first moved to Scotland, when I first started watching the Glasgow Rangers, even at the bar, I was like, oh, shit, this commentary is crazy. No, that's a special yeah. example. Though. I know what you <laughs> that's because you can understand them. That's <laughs> different. But yeah, there's something about AEW. Like they, they don't just give you the play-by-play. -play. They give you the play-by-play, -play, but with some of the background that you maybe haven't seen. So like they talk about their YouTube channel where they... They put some stuff up, and there's a little bit of information there. It's it's just cool. Just a little it's, bit it's part of building, I think, the environment or the the, the atmosphere is treating them like yeah. athletes. And yeah, you don't remember the commentary, the the, the minutia of the commentary, but I think it helps mm -hmm. when a bigger moment happens. You do remember that call, right? We don't remember. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, uh, you don't remember. Uh, Johnson passes it to Steve, uh, but you remember, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You exactly. remember those yeah. big, big calls because Take care of them. you Take have out of the, out. <laughs> you still have, exactly. You still have the lower moments where you're still interested. And so when something big happens, you're not telling a story and that's, Oh my God, big suplex. No, you're, you, the whole yeah, thing is yeah, a buildup. Yeah, yeah. It's part of a buildup, but I digress. Um, does anyone have any final things to say about just the AW production? I'm sure we'll, be speaking you, like about you it said, more. just on that, they're creating a whole world. Yeah. Right. It's not just like you're creating just the, the show or whatever. You're creating an entire universe. And as fans, we know that the WWE universe and everything around it is different from the AEW universe. Yes. And we understand that. We're not stupid. It's yeah. not hard to get. And we enjoy it's, that. It's and almost the production value of everything. Yeah. It's just so different, so radically different. Yeah. I mean, they're doing very similar things. You've got AEW Games now, which is part of that brand. I'm pumped for that. Let's yeah, it's going to be sick. I can't wait to see what they it's do. It's going to help it. people understand the characters more. Absolutely. If they can I, might, if, I might pick it up for that reason. Yeah, if they absolutely. integrate story into this game and we get to know the character, I don't know. It's just going to be so fun. Like yeah. WCW games. I didn't know about WCW. I played the game. The game was great on N64. Suddenly you know who the people are, right? And suddenly I Absolutely. know the people. Yeah. yeah, It's been a while since we so had a legitimate alternative to WWE. Exactly. I can say that yeah. for sure. 
It's exciting to see what they are, are going to do. But yeah, they just to finish on the Brody Lee thing, I think a beautiful, beautiful send-off and celebration for an amazing man um, who's had a lot of respect and admiration thrown his way the last couple of weeks. So that was, that was great to see. Um, but yeah. That's and last thing for me is commentary is near and dear to my heart when I was growing up. I wanted to be a sports commentator. It's in all my yearbooks. That was my goal, my dream. I commentated the hockey games at lunch in elementary school. Nice. nice. And it's called sports entertainment. It is. Mm. Right? Right now, their commentary team is entertainment commentators. You don't have enough sport commentary. I want it. You need to mix the two more again. I think that was the great balance, right? JR, 100% entertainment. Uh, or no, 100% sports. And Jerry the King Lawler, 100% entertainment. Vince yeah. McMahon and Jerry. Like, I don't know. I Very think that's well the style I prefer. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. Very good well point. put. And uh, yeah, uh, we said it last week once again. Uh, Brody Lee, John Huber, uh, a man that seems no one, no one has anything bad to say about him. Uh, so once again, rest in peace. Uh, you will be missed. And huge contribution to wrestling. Cannot be understated. And beautiful job done by AEW. Uh, we'll shift gears a little bit. Uh, hopefully Brody... John's legacy carries us into a very positive 2021. Speaking of 2021, uh, even though Jason is not here, we will embark on Jason's homework of the week. Waxman's homework of the week. And this is where he would be like, uh, so (laughs) I, I asked you guys to, uh, to come up and it's like oh come on jason let's go let's well, go we do have to be careful because jason is still <laughs> uh, going to edit this for us so yeah I good know. point yeah. what what yeah it is a good point what jason takes too long to get to the homework of the week what he says uh what he says huh what what he pauses too much what Oh, look. Look who it is. It's Jason, the editor, the most valuable jobber of all the jobbers, the favorite jobber, bringing some of that enigmatic, charismatic, sexy, weird, strange, bizarreness that is much needed on this pod. You don't want to listen to these three losers alone. No way. That'd be a ugly triple threat match. We need the uh, fatal four-way. Anyways... Going through the jobber notes, I see y'all talking about the um, top four 2021 stars, or at least who you think they will be. Prediction, a prediction, if you will. Uh, 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 Well, let me just quickly insert who I think. So number four is going to be Shayna Baszler. She's a beast. She can kick anyone's ass. So it's about time you let her do it and get her out of that tag team. These single stars need to be singles stars. No more women's champions teaming up with someone to go after the tag team titles. Number three will be Cedric Alexander. Uh, I think the momentum will carry into 2021. The Hurt Business is on fire. They are very, very entertaining. And he is being um, uplifted as perhaps the MVP of the group that wins the matches, you know, outshining Shelton Benjamin, (laughs) shining Shelton Benjamin. And um, I mean, Cedric Alexander has always been good in the ring. Now he has a bit of a story and character we can get behind. So I think he will carry that into 2021 and perhaps break off into 
a great single star. Um, maybe he'll be the next rock. Maybe not. Maybe that's a little bit too crazy. Just joking. Um, number two is Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. The best thing in professional wrestling today will carry into 2021. I hope they have many more zany and crazy adventures with great feuds and matches and story and eventually Jimmy Uso coming into the fray. Um, yeah. Number one, I got to go with Big E. Congratulations on winning the Intercontinental title. He won it many years ago as a single star. It's a good start once again to build him up as a single star. Um, he's just pure entertainment and skill. Um, anything he's doing, I got my eyes locked on the screen, whether it's in ring or anything he's saying on a mic. I want more segments with him, more matches, more wins, more everything. He's fantastic. Big E, big plans for 2021. And uh, my one good and one bad. Uh, my one good will be, surprisingly, the Dirty Dogs versus the Street Profits. Uh, Street Profits were out there, you know, being the big-time money talent that they are, delivering a promo. I think they're doing uh, predictions for 2021 as well. And I feel like, you know, uh, Bobby Roode or Robert Roode or whatever the hell's name is now and Dolph Ziggler sent a good message, you know. They looked like they really beat the hell out of the Street Profits and uh, I'm interested in this uh, going forward they sent a message you know I don't I never really cared about them as a tag team before but they all they're both of them are good wrestlers they can have a great match with the Street Profits who are the best tag team in wrestling today so uh, I'm excited to see what they can do and if they can make me care about Bobby Roode Robbie Roode Robert Roode whatever and Ziggler then hey more power to everyone uh and my bad well it's carlito not showing up on raw so i'm not going to bother watching any other uh, other legends because that's not cool anyways back to the three dumb jobbers enjoy the show we're at i'm not being mercy. careful all right Fuck jason <laughs> he's an idiot and that's all i have to say about him i mean what else could i say he's an enigmatic charismatic moron there Congratulations, Jason. Sick homework. You didn't even give us any homework. You're too busy moving your dad. You didn't even want to go to his house and shovel for him because you're a lazy <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Shoot interview. Shoot interview. Tell right. us how you really feel. Me and Jason are going to have a match next week right here live on the Four Choppers. I, I think you're all right, Jason. I, you know, you've never done me any wrong. So there we go. There we yeah. go. Bit of love for But him. so we did have to come up with a homework in Jason's uh, <laughs> absence, and we went with something... Simple. We went with the top four wrestlers who are going to have a very good 2021. And I think we all had different levels of interpretation on this. I think we'll throw in a couple extra shout outs. A couple uh, curveballs. A couple curveballs, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think some, some people going in might be thinking our lists are all going to be the same. They're going to be the same four names or same five or six names. No, no. Now, we will have other homeworks talking about things like maybe breakout stars, people who are not super relevant now, but 2020 won't be their year. Uh, but we left this one vague. We left this one broad. Who are the four superstars, men, women, AEW, WWE, NXT, wherever, who are just going to be big names in 2021? 
And I've gone first the past couple weeks. I don't want to this week. Let's give it to our returning jobber, Bradley. You're oh, up Bradley. first. Bradley. Hi. Hey, the Ifty one. All right, so uh, my list uh, made the last second, to be honest. No, I'm just kidding. A lot of thought and due process went into this list, so it's going to be excellent. It's going to be top tier. As usual, it's going to be the best list that you've ever heard. And here we go. Number four on my list for who I think is going to have a fantastic 2021. And I didn't put health into this equation. I don't ever want to even bring that into my, my little mix of, of universe, whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Karrion Cross, <laughs> I think, is going to be Ooh. someone who has an awesome year. I think he's going to end up being the NXT champion, and hopefully he'll be on the main roster near the end of the year. I think he will have an appearance at the Royal Rumble, perhaps. I think they want to tease that entrance with him and everything else. I think it's pretty cool. Draw some eyeballs back over to NXT. So Karrion Cross is my number four. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I'd be very surprised if that. he spends the entire 2021 on NXT. They seem to be, like, nuclear pushing him. Um, yeah. yeah. I think he only <laughs> debuted in, like, June. Why, why is why is that? He must be selling a lot of merch or something. Like there must be some reason for that because he, he just is... seems to have come out of where was he Impact before? I Between think? the two of them, how much social media interaction do they get? Well, th that's the thing. Yeah, because I guess it's not just him that you're bringing up. You'd be bringing up Scarlett as well, right? Yeah, and I she think has he's quite got... the following. Yeah, I think yeah. he's got an interesting character. Uh, he's but definitely the got the look and yeah. the size. Um, I don't quite see the level of hype that other people seem to see uh, on him, but I haven't been, you know, when I really started paying attention to NXT, he then got injured. So I haven't had a ton of exposure to him yet, but he is definitely top on my list of superstars to watch next year, and he was certainly a consideration of mine. That was a great pick, Brad. Like going into it, I feel like by the end of the year, main card, and like if, again, we always do this and it's, it'll never happen, but fantasy booking, I would... Start him out how we should, okay? If he's not going to be a part of a tag team right away with, like, I don't know, maybe the Fiend's done his package and they can be some weirdo team, put him into singles competition. Let's have him go for, like, the European title, the U.S. title, the Intercontinental title, and see where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. And if he ends his career as an Intercontinental champion, you know, like, I, I think that's fantastic. I think that's an awesome career, and it, it shouldn't be a problem. But he, obviously he has main card potential, I feel. Yes, definitely. Interesting. All right, and my number three pick. Fella! Oh, I'm going to go with really? Seamus. I think his new character of Ugh. the fella is something that Vince McMahon is in love with. I think he's the so excited about it. <laughs> the Celtic workouts, Seamus is looking beautiful. I think Vince loves that. And I think him attaching himself to Drew McIntyre is a brilliant idea. I really do. Because my number two pick... Is Drew McIntyre. I think he's going to have an incredible right, okay. 2021. You prize. probably have him on your list. Everyone has him on their list. He's going to beat Oldberg. He's going to crush him into the ground. Goldberg says, oh, you're not good. No, you don't have anybody's respect, whatever. No, he's going to, he's going to, I hope he kills him. Uh, first of all, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, like Stupid actually Oldberg. kills him. Yeah, like, yeah, choke him out. Like, just, just, Full on. <laughs> just kill him. I'm not Get a Brett Mark at all, by the way. Uh, but yes, my number three is Seamus. Yeah, my number two <laughs> is Drew McIntyre. And you know what? I, I still have that dream of them one day tagging together and just being a dominant, hilarious, badass tag team. I just like, I don't get APA. I don't get the Seamus <laughs> thing. I'm, I'm not into it. 
yeah, because you're from the UK. So you're like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Dyed orange hair, uh, crazy put on, like emphasized Irish it's accent. The hat. The hat, the, the coat. The hat is awful. <laughs> He looks. It, do you know what he, he looks like a. Um, he looks like a shit Irish it, bane. That's what he looks like. Ma- stick a mask on him, right? And that's like. Yeah. Imagine no, he was in like retribution. He should be selling newspapers. That would be him if he was in retribution. Oh, he would he be would like be a bane. shit bane. He could be the leader of retribution as oh. Seamus Bane, or I don't yeah. know. Shabane. But everyone would know it'd be him. Get him you can't, you can't stick him in retribution and name him like Slapjack Two or anything like that. You just see a big pale guy with a. Thick Irish accent. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're coming for you, fella. <laughs> yeah, just wouldn't work. Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But I wouldn't have picked Seamus right. either, personally. But he, uh, yeah, he right. might attach himself to Drew, and you know they'll go and do. Either something. they're going to be doing right. stuff together, or they're going to have a promo package because they keep they keep teasing this little feud between the two of them, right? That's true. So either they're going to keep doing stuff together, or they're going to fight each other. That's very fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's WWE. They could just be like, no, nah, none of that meant anything. And now Sheamus is going down to NXT. See you later. But <laughs> <laughs> you're going to face Obviously, Finn. that won't happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finn. Finn. Very exciting. Uh, I don't know if any of you have Finn Such on your list. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Number one on my list. Woo! Charlotte Flair. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Ric Flair is going to get to make out with tons of superstars this year, male and female. He's going to have the year of his life. I love that <laughs> WWE gets told by the producers, right, we need to get more ratings. You need an edgier product. Yeah. Well, why don't we just make Ric Flair make out with a bunch of young women? Like, <laughs> that's, the, that's the first thing they go to, right? They did the young thing already with uh, Murphy and Mysterio. Mysterio. Um, no, there's yeah. a difference between young thing and illegal thing. Yeah. Borderline. So, yeah, yeah, true. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be Charlotte Flair. I think she is back. She's already got a title in her like her first match back that true. she doesn't even care about. So at some point, they're going to have to break up and give away the titles or something because yeah. she wants the main title, you'd figure. Right? It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I think she's going to be fighting for titles all year long. She is the... She, like, listen to her. Uh, watch her. She is the queen for a reason. She is the queen of the women's division in all of wrestling, in my opinion, and she will have a great year. Okay. Great list. Great list. Great way to start us off. A couple uh, unforeseen ones. uh, If this was Jason, he'd be going, uh, (laughs) I'd I'd give that like an 8.4. 8.4 out of 10. Like, uh, like mine would be better, of course. And then he'd say, well, I want to go like next. Three. But like, oh, that's a 3.2, you know. I'm, uh, I'm not stupid Jason. List. <laughs> Karen so Cross, I've never even seen him. He's dumb. He's in NXT. He's never coming up. <laughs> fucking Seamus. Yeah, okay. Because you're ginger, you like him? Yeah, okay. Fucking Drew McIntyre sucks. Roman Reigns, number one, two, three, four. Uh, deal with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on spot note. on. I've known Jason it's, since no, I was born. Spot, spot on. It's exactly... I know. Definitely better than mine. So. Yeah. No, it's meant to be horrible. Just it's to piss him they off. hate Jason, <laughs> and y'all really make me sick. <laughs> rap, 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 rap. Look at this big black. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> so it, who wants to go next? We'll kick it off to the Waxy Snake. You want me to go. Speaking All of right. snakes. <laughs> so uh, I, I stuck with superstars who are 
relatively established. These are not people who are on the upswing. These are people who have already achieved some level of success at their uh, area. Um, there are definitely some other names I want to throw in, but I consider them to be more in the breakout uh, level. And if we are doing that next week, maybe, 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 I'll save it for that. I don't want to disappoint, 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 disappoint. Um, <laughs> nice. So number four, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, a chance here, and I don't want to jinx him, but I'm going to go with Big E. I think Big E is poised to have a big 2021. I think the uh, Intercontinental Championship that he just won off of Sami Zayn is only the beginning for him. I could what even a start, see though. him. Holy shit. I don't want to go. Uh, yeah, it's a great start. I, you can't top what he's uh, what he's been up to lately, and he's a guy who is believable. If they just keep building him up as a strong, big guy, if they say, "Here, run with the Intercontinental Title for a bit, mm-hmm. keep the legitimacy going that Sammy had brought to it, that uh, AJ had brought to it," the Intercontinental Title is way better than the U.S. Title right now because it's more of a deal has been made on it for sure. Yeah. So let him run with it for a bit. When he's ready to drop it, shoot up to the next uh, to the next rung on the ladder. I could yeah, see shout him. Shout out to both of them for that uh, great yeah. stuff between Sammy and Big E. Shout oh, out to both great. of them. Great job. Absolutely. I loved everything they did. I could see Big E being Mr. Money in the Bank this year. Mm. I'm going to do an early prediction Ooh. on that. Nice. Uh, obviously, I'm a lot can you change. Hold me he to could it. win a Royal Rumble. Imagine. I, I, I think it might be a bit early for a Royal Rumble, but 2022... But, I can see it. I can see it. Imagine that. Imagine he wins like the money in the bank, right? And then Roman comes out and goes, "Well done, Biggie, you won." But have you opened the briefcase? And he opens it, and it's the title. And he goes, "I'm pregnant." And then Roman disappears (laughs) for a little bit. That'd be class, right? I can't wait. I'm so excited. Just Roman with a wee. 2021, baby. Let's go. Number three. The big mom. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I got to go with Io Shirai. Uh, I Whoa. have to. I yeah, think fair. for me, uh, you know, I agree, Brad. Charlotte is going to have a great year. I'm sure Sasha Banks will have a great year. I'm sure Asuka will have a better year. I'm hopeful. But Io Shirai, um, I wouldn't even classify as a breakout star because I think she's going to continue to dominate on NXT and again like Karrion Cross, I could see her making room. her way up to the main roster, make some room on NXT for a Rhea Ripley, for a Raquel Gonzalez, for a Dakota Kai to come in and fill that role and this is and good no, she's, she's a, just a really really strong competitor, I think she brings a different dimension to a women's division especially on Raw that kind of needs a little bit of life injected into it uh, so I think, yeah, I think she's going to have a strong, strong 2021. She was just officially voted competitor of the year on NXT last week uh, above Adam Cole, baby. Yep. Big one. Yeah. Also, also she very She was deserving. also our NXT superstar of the year for the she Jobby was. Awards 2020. Yeah. We picked her first. <laughs> so uh, officially the just WWE saying. is copying us. Yeah. They uh, must listen to this podcast. Exactly. They, they must. Number two, I have to agree with Brad and say Drew McIntyre. I can't see the momentum that he has faltering in the year 2021. I can only see it continuing. I agree. I hope he destroys Oldberg. I I don't want to see any more Oldberg. 
I, I don't want him to break any more people. But Drew, uh, I think, I think, I think Drew just has a, a solid year ahead of him. Whether it's with a Keith Lee, whether it's with a Matt Riddle, whether it's with an AJ Styles again, mm-hmm. anyone, he oh, he can put on a good. He's he's proven he can put on a good program. Yeah. With just about anybody, and uh, AJ's hot right now too, man. He's killing it with him absolutely. and absolutely, yeah. Almost? AJ, almost, yeah. AJ almost made my list, almost. Yeah, I wanted to throw Biggie he, in he there. Almost made your list. Oh, made my list. Uh, <laughs> you just made Wax's list. But number one, I have to, I have to take a page out of Jason's book. I, I can't see how it's Shawn anyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Vader. I can't see how it's anyone other than Roman Reigns who has, who is number one on my list here. They're, they're clearly setting him up to have a, a, a monster 2021. I'm actually coming around on the Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns feud. Uh, he, he's got Paul Heyman with him. He's got Jey Uso with him. He's performing some of the most inspiring work of his career. And I, I just don't see that faltering anytime soon even if he does not remain uh wwe champion for the entirety of it there's there's no way he is not billed as a dominant yeah superstar and it's it's roman reigns's year that's what i'm gonna say so there's my list yeah. it's a good one they had quite a time on smackdown as you guys said you watched smackdown uh, i don't think that that's not gonna be in your goods is it Roman Reigns versus, um, or sorry, KO versus Jey Uso. It was, it was fine. Yeah, it was okay. Was I mean, okay. I think they're I bringing they're bringing KO back to life. They are. Is where I want to go with this is yes. KO is not Dragon Ball Z. He's not his perfect form yet, but I think he's he's being revived back to life, and I need to see this. I want to see some yeah. some fucking. Once we see a, a kick ass promo from him, that's yeah, we'll that's go. what we're missing. That's like, what we're missing. Because in the ring, I'm like, you're the same KO that I've seen. But it's yeah. I need to hear it on the mic. And it still feels like they're holding back. Like, Roman Reigns and KO don't hate each other at all. You know, t- throwing them over the little TVs all the time is like, okay. Then you threw them into some, some tables, and you stood there and went, oh. Like, yeah. okay, Roman. Like, <laughs> if you're going to go down that way, I'm, I'm excited for that. Like, keep yeah. hurting people and, like, make that get like, your jizzing face. I think that's, that's an interesting way to go. I think it's going to be hilarious. But... Yes, KO um, handcuffing Jay to the ropes and then beating him. I expected a brutal fucking beating. And maybe I've been watching too much AEW, but if you got handcuffed in that big of a match to the ropes and just the guy was just there to beat the shit out of you, he would. And he would grab weapons and he would destroy you. And but like, I don't care if you grab a garbage I... can and a kendo stick. Let's just yeah. see some a the little last more time fire. I saw a proper beating, and I, I hate to say that this was a proper beating was Seth and uh, Murphy beating the hell out of Dominic with the that, candlesticks. Right. Yeah, that was where we went, oh, I remember shit. watching yeah. that and go, whoa, that's nuts. What are they doing? Mm. Bamboo to the face. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I think if, we, if you want this feud to be believable going forward, there needs to be another level there. Yep. And I'm sorry, it's not setting fire to somebody in the middle of a ring. That's not brutal. That's just ridiculous. Well, hey, we tried that. Good point. Next week, we'll try something new. We'll set fire to something <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But speaking of uh, Mr. Deves, I believe you are up with your list. Well, okay. So here we go. 
Number four on my list. I've got uh, I've got a mix of um, existing talent and have been around for a little bit, but maybe not quite breakout. But you know what I mean. We're kind of in the middle ground yeah. there. Um, my number four pick. I'm just going to lump them together because. I don't think I can spare a, a separate pick for two people. It's Drew and Roman. Okay. I think they're they're on everybody's yep. list. I, I think the the two of them are both obviously going to have an amazing year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yep. Drew and Roman. I don't need to say any more about that. They're definitely there. So you're saying like whether it's Miz or whether it's KO that keep feuding with these guys for a while longer. Yeah, Even if they were to lose the title, they're still going to be in the main title picture. There's they're still going to be going for them. it. Yeah. They're not going to get the Braun Strowman treatment and go from here to... No, 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 no. no. I think they're both going to keep riding this, riding this high up until WrestleMania. A big moment will happen for both of them at Mania. And then after that, they might feud again. I don't know. But there's, there's going to be something that they, they do for a while. So, yeah. They're both definitely going to have a good year. Number three. Um, and I don't know why I think I only thought this because of what happened last week on Raw The Miz I think The Miz is going to have a good year they yeah. would not like if they didn't trust him and enough they wouldn't have given him back that money in the bank title and he kicks off Raw constantly he's yeah. always yeah he's always there he's always kicking off the show Talking cash, with Drew McIntyre, talking with in, Roman, talking with everybody. He cashes yeah. in and he loses. Yeah. Are you telling me that he's going to cash in again now that they've given it back to him and he's going to lose again? No. He can't. He's going to win. He's going to win. But how so the, he, did they ever explain why? Or they just said, you deserve it? So we talked about this last week. Yeah, the, and I, I listened to most of the pod, but I must have missed this. The, the explan- <laughs> Thanks, mate. No, I think it was the, the first 30 minutes. The explanation was basically um, that it wasn't Miz that cashed in. It was Morrison. Oh, it was Morrison. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, Which, you guys talked about again, that, yeah. I debunked that myth by telling yeah. you guys that the first ever cash-in was Edge, but yeah. it was Vince McMahon that cashed in for him. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I'm, but no, I'm glad you elaborated because people need to Jordan hear that. Jordan Mythbuster Deeves. Because, yeah, right. you, you took their lazy bullshit and you fucking tore it apart. Exactly. I hope you are it's listening lazy. to this, Vince. Um, <laughs> he is, he is. But yeah, so Miz, I I think if they give him, they've given him back that money in the bank, there's no way he isn't going to win it, surely. And then he's going to be the WWE champion for a while, right? He's going to be riding high. So I think Miz is definitely on there for my uh, number three pick. Um, That's a very good pick. Let's move on. Number two, I think a guy who's obviously made big strides this year anyway. um, And I think it's only going to continue to happen could be an early pick for a Royal Rumble win maybe I think we might see Keith Lee I hope I hope um, so that's I a good uh, yeah good point if, I hope so like he has so much to offer he does I, I mean you, you saw the pop for him last year at the Royal Rumble yeah. and you've seen him I mean we've just watched him in a WWE Championship match you know so he's definitely a at that caliber it was a great match um, so we've definitely got him at that caliber. So why not continue riding that and take it throughout the year? I don't care where it is and where he's fighting or who he's fighting, but uh, you know, he could easily win 
US title, you know, and then ride that for a bit, and then maybe yeah. on another championship or whatever. But I mean, he, he's probably never going to be able to fit the US title around his waist. But that's all good. We'll just <laughs> get a belt extender. It's fine. I I like that you put uh, you mentioned the US title because I think he would work really well going against mm-hmm. someone like Bobby Lashley, and he'd be believable. Just. Yep. I think Jordan froze. I think Jordan froze. Well, I'll just continue. <laughs> I actually debated putting uh, Keith Lee on my own list, and I, I, I couldn't because I, I don't think he's been able to establish himself enough in this past year, through no fault of his own, really. Um, so I would consider him more a breakout star if he does end up having a big 2021, but I did very recently watch rewatch the uh, 2020 Royal Rumble and Jordan's absolutely right uh, when Keith Lee came out with his old music with his basket as glory for I just watched is, it too it and, was so good and you saw Brock going oh big boy big boy big boy, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awesome like people were so hyped to see yeah we're talking about Keith Lee at the Royal Rumble Jordan's back sorry yeah, yeah. everything just died in my flat there that no, fun. it's all right. We we filled in the we filled in the silence. I was saying that um, I thought about Keith Rumble. Lee. I wouldn't put him on my. I would put him more on a breakout list. But well, your point is valid. Is the, the, he could the be thing. both. Yeah. He could be both. Yeah. I think he's been on the main roster long enough now to to warrant being in my top stars. But anyway, that's Keith yeah. Lee. Yeah, good pick. Um, number one. I'm sorry. Probably definitely a breakout star, but I don't really care. I think this is going to be her year. And I think it's going to be because of number one pick for Brad from Charlotte. I think it's absolutely Bianca Belair. She was wow. going to be on my breakout star she list. But is gonna yeah. She's going to have a big year. year. Big year for her, she, definitely. I, yes. I, honestly, I could I could see her win the Women's Royal Rumble. I could see yeah. her headline Mania this year. I could see her hold the title. I could see her do the tag titles. I could see her do everything. She is going to smash it. If they, if they, here's the reins, my dear. Take the reins and go. She will rip it apart because she yeah. has, she's got the charisma. She's got the athleticism. She's got the strength. She's got everything. She's got, got charisma, look uniqueness, too. Like, nerve, her look and talent. Is awesome. Like she, she, she has a total package. Yeah, like, like, I think she's if, really exciting to watch. It's so exciting because obviously she's quite clearly taken some of her mic skills and some of her, um, and maybe they've bounced back and forward uh, with Montez Ford. Obviously, they're together, so there seems to be a, a you know the, they're teaching each other some stuff back and forth. It's amazing. So. I think she is going to absolutely smash it this year. Uh, and I can't wait to get to the end of the year and just go, I told you so, jobbers. I was right. Uh, so, I yeah, number one choice. pick, Bianca Belair. That is a great pick. Would Again, would have been on my breakout uh, superstars list, but very valid. I think she will have a big 2021 either way. Would it? Would it be a list from myself if I didn't have a little bit of, you know... Fruitiness at number one. Whimsy. Whimsy. Yeah. Whimsy. Haphazardness. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. In the uh, hey. you know, infamous words of RuPaul. There you go. Um, there you go. I well, love that list. Anyone have you... any quick uh, quick honorable mentions? Anyone they considered maybe? 
when they left off. Any, you know, since Jason's not here, we have a couple extra of moments. The, the one thing I did want to say is I did have a couple of stars that I think are going to be very big in AEW this yes, year. Yes, please. Yeah, let's go on. Here's me, um, Dub. The first one who, and maybe this is more of a hope than anything, and I, this is not based on what he's done up to this point in AEW, but I think if they let him go with it, he could definitely do something. That's Miro. Mm-hmm. Um, Miro slash Rusev. I think he could he could have a massive year if they just you know he needs to break away from um, what's his name Kip Sabian. It was like a good intro to the AEW yeah, universe, it but it's seems time to, to be going on a little bit. And yeah. obviously, we've got the, the the end of this is in sight now because yeah. the the wedding has finally been announced for Kip Sabian. So I think the whole Miro angle could change, and I think he could have a really big year in AEW. Um, challenging for any and all titles to be honest so he's definitely going to be there i think another one who's going to be up there again and also did well last year is mjf um yeah he's he's just got so much talent on the mic as well um i think he'll have a a, he'll have a real big year i would be surprised if he is not champion at some point during i'm waiting for that you know like i want before any of that happens i need like over the next six months like a some, a couple of really good feuds with him. I need a, a good... And that's fine. We're going to get... And he's already had I'm one, sure but now will. I need some more of it. You know, and yeah. I want to see some more, but 100% you're right. And I hope all of that happens. A couple amazing feuds that just get me fucking going, and then he gets the title. I'd be, and then I'm somewhere down. in the summer he wins it, and perfect. he holds it for the, the winter or whatever. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. Summer, fall, whatever. Um, last one that I'm going to mention that I just think somebody made a comparison to him um, last week on AEW, and I just thought, oh my goodness, you're so right. He is like that guy. Absolute Ricky Starks. Now, he is a member of Team Taz. Yeah. Uh, he's the guy who looks like the Adonis mm. and does this whole, like, oh, thing. Like, he, he's, he's not massive, but he's super toned and he looks great. He, he's good on the mic. And I can't remember who it was, but one of the commentary um, compared him to a young Dwayne Johnson. And actually, I, I don't disagree at all in terms of the look and the... Mm. the big, the, big words. Yeah, it is big, big, massive words, but I don't think they're wrong. He does have that kind of look and style about him. Um, so I think if he was to do, you know, come out the shadow of Brian Cage with Team Taz and mm. kind of lead that a little bit and then maybe do a couple of things on his own, he could have a really big year as well, so... Yeah, Ricky Starks as well. But um, yeah, there's a couple from AEW that I just wanted to mention. Great. I'll throw a couple NXT names over then. Uh, On the men's side, it seems like Kyle O'Reilly is set to have a big year. Canadian. uh, Is he really? Yes, he is. Whether he remains in the Undisputed Era, I hope he does, selfishly, or he goes off on his own. Uh, either way, I think it seems like they're building him now to be the face of the Undisputed Era. My uh, only worry with that angle mm-hmm. is before Undisputed Era I've had a chance to come to the main roster, and we know that that's coming at some point, that they're going, they're kind of teasing that Kyle O'Reilly's maybe going to win the title, mm-hmm. and then are we going to have like Adam Cole gets jealous, and then there's a feud between Kyle and... Adam for who's better in that faction and I'm well, worried that they try and break them up I in a Kyle similar way to what we said about the heart business yeah if O'Reilly does win I think someone else might be challenging him for it very soon and that's Pete Dunne 
uh, the Bruiserweight. He <laughs> is. I, I've come to appreciate him a lot. He's an interesting looking guy for sure. <laughs> uh, Far was, too much fake tan. Yes. Yeah, he's Why? a little bit too much fake tan. Why is he so orange? A little Why? too high. He's already um, weird looking. You don't need to be his, orange. His face is a little too grumpy, but he is a good wrestler. He is he's a, a really good wrestler. wrestler. He's good on the mic. Uh, he's right now with uh, the Kings of NXT. I don't think he'll be with them very long. I think he will be NXT champion uh, in this year. Uh, wow. And then I will throw in a woman. I will throw in Rhea Ripley. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to uh, say. An obvious pick. Yeah. I, I think just everyone's waiting for her. She's like almost overripe at this point. It's just about pushing the go button on her. Uh, maybe you bring her up. Maybe you bring her up to the main card. Maybe you let her sit in NXT a bit more and, and really dominate. Uh, I think her feud with Raquel Gonzalez is going to be yeah, quite good. Close. And I think, yeah, especially if Io Shirai does get called up, she she has a lot more room to sort of be the the woman mm-hmm. on NXT. And then I'll throw in Timothy Thatcher as well, just because mm-hmm. I like what he's oh, doing right now. Nice. He might be more a breakout it's, guy, but he'll have a good year. It's interesting when we talk about um, Rhea Ripley because she... Um, obviously has been on a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm forgetting that actually they were on a WrestleMania. Now, whether that was actually the original plan, because I know, still, if I'm looking back, did they cancel TakeOver WrestleMania weekend? They did, didn't they? No, didn't they? I think they did. Did they? I thought they had everything. I, I'm looking back and I'm remember. thinking maybe they, maybe they cancelled NXT TakeOver for WrestleMania weekend and that's why she made it onto the Mania because it was over two nights, WrestleMania, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like she's already been in a big match at WrestleMania and yet a year later, here we are, and she's still not even fighting for the main title on NXT. So let's go come on yeah i mean that let's... that was the proof right we all saw it every single person saw it and said yep we want more yes she's a star let's get going and yeah it, it she's been around and if you watch nxt weekly like wax does and some of us it's you love having her there so it's we're no complaints there but something i want to bring up um in, you know due to covid and everything else i was thinking they were going to bring over some nxt uk superstars i don't think they're going to be able to at least not in the near future what do you guys think I mean, Pete Dunne just recently showed back up on NXT because of that very thing. Even some Canadian guys were off of WWE television. Yeah. Robert Roode, uh, I think Sami Zayn. Trish Stratus well. tweeted today that she was supposed to be at this Legends thing, but because of the Canadian border lockdown, she was not able to travel. Exactly. So I think it's, that, that does throw a wrench. Uh, I'd love to see some guys from NXT UK. For Everyone's sure. talking about Walter. Oh, Walter's uh, sick, man. Those The matches yeah. in NXT UK have been some of the best matches in all some of wrestling. Some of them are so brutal. Brutal. So yes. Brutal. This is good wrestling. Then, well, speaking like of Walter, yeah, there was that if, Walter if worried versus... About, uh, oh, yeah, that one. You know, say we're worried about... If we're talking about people coming over from the UK in AEW, Pac mm. uh, or, or Neville, as, as you guys might know him, is obviously out for months. Yeah. And true. he only came back two months ago. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like he... he you know, he was not moving from one show to another. He was on the show, but then COVID hit and he was back home, you know, at, uh, with his family and whatever. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of guys who mm. are just not going to be able to come over as quickly as we maybe want. Maybe there's a few guys that were going to come over in the summer or whatever, yeah. but it just didn't work out. And 
Um, it seems like we've got, you know, one of the tag teams that seems to appear quite a lot in NXT is uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. Yep. Obviously, they started in NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Imperium as well. Imp- imp- yeah, yeah, as well. But uh, it's um, interesting to see some of them, but not all of them. So there must be some s- who are perhaps more willing to move in a difficult time, if that makes sense. Yeah, because they're still away from, I guess, where they typically live. I suspect as we go deeper into this year, travel will open up once again. Maybe not full-fledged as we are used to, but with testing, at least wrestlers and, yeah, and, yeah ex- exactly, with maybe vaccination, with testing mm. and all that. So, so hopefully that will allow the talent to flow internationally more easily once again. I wanted to toss out four names here that were uh, swimming in my brain, if you will, for this question, you know, and they didn't make the list, but... I'm wondering what's going to happen um, when these individuals reappear. Now, Jordan just disappeared, so I don't want to say these names yet. So I'm going to, um, I don't know. Who's your favorite NXT UK superstar? Have you watched any NXT UK? NXT UK, I still haven't gotten on to. I watched just uh, a few matches. Like when yet. someone says there's a match you should watch or whatever, I watched a couple of them, like the Walter one and stuff like that. No, there's two or three Walter ones that there's I watched. the Walter one versus Ivan... Um... Patsky. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but apparently that one was just very brutal. Walter, they say uh, his chops, his Ric yes. Flair-like chops, are uh, second to none right now. Uh, but no, NXT UK, it's sort of like just over the limit of what I can watch yeah, it's, in it's a, a lot week. as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Who do you think is going to win between Canada and the US? Canada. Gotta go with Canada. Let's go. Devin Levy. World Juniors. Video. Let's go. Boy. Levy. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Killing time for Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> I wanted to throw these four names at you and just see. I haven't. I didn't tell them the wax yet. There's, there's four names that were swimming in my head, wondering if they're going to have a big year this year. But there's some stuff going on. So number one, if he were to come back, what do you do with Braun Strowman? Uh, Where is he? I, What's going on? What do you do with him if he comes he, back? He's built. He's he's built. He's built as as a tier superhuman. one guy. He's built as a tier. Well, no, he's he's tier. Minus like with one. Brock Lesnar, like, then there's like Brock Lesnar, him and Goldberg. Yeah, is in like that's tiers. where that's where he is. Yeah, in my mind, that's where he. Yeah, is. Yeah, that's what they've and had us believe now. So then, what do you do with this guy? Who, by the way, has ba- barely won anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's won the Universal title for about 15 minutes. All the Royal Rumbles. He could toss everybody out. <laughs> so, yeah. But he, he's so good. I, I don't believe that he can lose. So you can't have him in a match where he loses. I don't know what you do with him. Do you put him up against New Roman? Maybe. That's what do I'm wondering, right? Up ag- Maybe. Bring him in and have him fight almost when he starts wrestling. If I was like to uh, connect know, the dots. It's like guys. Drew loses to Goldberg. Braun comes back, beats Goldberg. Drew beats him. Like, I don't know. There's just like, I don't know what you do with that. Anyway, I just want to toss that one out know. there real quick. The other one. Yeah. Unless you had something really like, I don't know, it's Braun Strowman, whatever. Uh, yeah, Seth Rollins. If he comes back this year, Pat leave obviously different than maternity leave usually. And maybe it's not. Maybe he's mm. going to sit out the year. That'd be fantastic. And I hope he, he does. And if. WWE has plans for him to have a TV show, which they certainly must. Uh, you know, the Rollinses, the Rollin Lynches, the or whatever Rollins they are. Is. The Rollinses. Like, what do you do with Seth Rollins? You bring yeah. him right back with the Mysterio drama? <laughs> like, 
Or I hope not. <laughs> hope not. <laughs> Please no. He's another guy that's like tier one, not zero, but tier one. That I mean, Seth's a, an interesting one because I believe he's different to Braun because I believe he can lose, yeah. but still be credible. So you could fit him in anywhere. I don't think he's going to be back before Mania. He's like AJ Styles, right? You could put him in anywhere. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be back before Mania because I think he's got some time off him. You're talking, what, November he left? So maybe four or five months, and then he'll come back. Maybe maybe Seth will be one of the guys that comes back on the night after WrestleMania. There's always some oh, big stuff happens true. in that Raw, yeah, right? True. So maybe do Rollins comes back there... But not as Messiah, please, Lord. Not as. No more Messiah. What is it? No more. What's it called? Friday night. If he were to come back Friday at the Rumble, that'd be pretty sick. And his music, like OG music, just hits. Burn it down. And then. Like, I don't know. I think that would be pretty sick. Yeah, it would. I think it's a bit soon, though. It like, is. It is. Do you not want to spend some time with your. The rumors baby? will be flying, I'm sure. And then. I don't know if you guys, the last one that I just want to talk about, this last feud that I'm curious about because it involves two tier one superstars, in my opinion, Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. What happens to them in 2021? Mate, they're teasing that they're going to have an uh, intergender feud. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. What's going to What? We're going to see Randy's, Randy you know, Orton versus up, Alexa Bliss? Yeah. Would they do that? It'd be crazy. I don't know. If she comes out like I mean, fiend-like, uh, like demon, I don't know, kills him. I wouldn't mind seeing <laughs> like Alexa Bliss wrestle Sets Randy again. on fire or something, yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing her wrestle again rather than just being yes, like right? a... That's what I'm saying. Like a tier yeah. one female star. Like, they're not putting AJ Styles as as the That's, mouthpiece to somebody else. It's one of the reasons why the yeah. Raw women's division has suffered is because you have one of your best women yep. not wrestling. Like, yeah, I get what they're doing or I get what yeah, we all know, get why it. she's And we not. were excited for this. I was pumped for her being part of Bray's thing, Sister Abigail, and it's gone in a direction I, that I did I not expect. I still like, like it. Yeah, I still like it. I still, I'm still, I still I, like I it, if I'm being honest. But it, it is just, yeah, it's weird. I'll keep it's watching. become a bit too uh, soap opera for me. I know that WWE is, you know, it's it's a television show. It's about the, you know, sometimes it is about the drama, but it got to the point, it was uh, not this past week, but the week before where it's like, burn me like you burned him. I can't. Please, do it, Randy. See, it's yes. too much like a it's soap a opera so and not enough it, like yeah. a telenovela. Yeah, there we go. Go big with it then, you know? Don't give me this. This Nobody likes this. Give me, Go over the top. I want Randy Orton like yeah, thinking fair. about it. Like, oh my God, am I going to burn her? Like, go, Let Randy Orton like do all his weird stuff that he does. Like, Let him out, yeah. you know? Like, there was a moment. Um, I wrote it down earlier. I don't remember it. I will find it after. There was, um, I don't remember who was feuding Hugh and... Oh, yeah, Drew and Goldberg, right? And Goldberg goes to, like, headbutt him or, or goes to, like, slap him and almost headbutts and breaks his nose, which is a close thing. But there was a moment when somebody was going to go, they should have slapped the shit out of them, is what I thought in the moment. I don't remember who it was. I'll think of it later when we get to the goods and bads. But there's those types of moments that I'm talking about where they don't go far enough. I don't know. I bring that up all the time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Waxy Snake, what are, we, what are we on to next? Oh, Jordan, go. The, the, there's oh. one other character that I just want to bring up. And I don't want a huge discussion about this, but I just want to bring his name into the conversation because I'm sick of seeing him where he is. Samoa Joe. Uh, What's going on? Yes, Samoa Joe back in the ring. That I understand sick. 
that he's older. He's, what, 41, right? He's not old yeah. by any stretch, but he's a little bit older. I get that. He is a great heel for anybody who is babyface. And I could see him compete against Drew. I could see him compete Roman. against... Yeah, I could see him come up against Roman as almost like he, he's like fine. I'll fucking put the headphones to, like, down and I'll fucking whoop yeah, your come ass. On, let's do it. Like let's, I don't know. Let's, let's do it. Give me something. Yeah, he, yeah, he never got a chance a- to quite take off in WWE. Yeah, yet. yeah. and I, I hope that's and not yes, the end of his career. I think he got punished because he he violated the wellness policy in April last year or whatever. So I get that. So he's been punished for it. But come on. Okay, I found in my notes here, the moment I was thinking about was when Randy Orton and the Big Show have their little interaction. Did you guys see that moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fake chokes the Big Show and puts him down to the chair. Yeah. And he's like, what are you going to do about that? Well, you kind of weird choke. He should have slapped Big Show in the face, fucking given it to him. And Big Show would have been like, I don't know, that brings some real heat, you know? Even like a good, you know... Big Show will give you a receipt later. I was kind of, I, I was kind of half expecting him to be like choke him out, and then Big Show go no, and then choke right, Randy. Right, exactly. Like, but this weird choke it just seemed to be a weird lack of not going far enough. That's when those awkward yeah, moments happen. Just, and yeah, Big Show's a good right, actor. Right. You don't think you could slap the Big Show in the face and get a reaction? Big out Show of him? and Big Show's an amazing actor. Have you guys watched the Big Show show? I mean, <laughs> that's some of the finest acting right? I've ever See? seen. Like, Oscar-worthy... Uh, <laughs> there we go. All right. What do I have next on my little menu here? Oh, well, if it isn't the segment everyone looks forward to. It's the Have a Nice Milk. Oh, so it is. Of the week. <laughs> I thought we were going to... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you guys are pointing yeah, up, right. pointing down. I don't know what you're talking about, quite <laughs> honestly. Uh <laughs> it's got to be the have a nice milk I'll match have a nice of the milk week. right now then all right cheers and, and then a couple of wobbly pups and i will uh give what a couple quick honorable mentions actually one is to lucha house party versus legada del fantasmo it was a quick match just some good lucha libre style wrestling with the lucha house party um Coming out victorious, Grand Metalik will challenge Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight mm-hmm. Championship cool. tomorrow at the time of this recording at New Year's yeah. Evil. They uh, also have a win over the Hurt Business. They do. They do when? indeed. The second... Rock. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's, that's crazy. That's so funny. The second... Uh, Honorable mention I wanted to give, and I'm trying to remember who the other person in the uh, in the match was. Yes, it was Pete Dunne against Roderick Strong. Oh. A solid match on NXT as well. Pete Dunne came out on top. He looks to be sort of the third guy in that championship picture with Finn and Kyle O'Reilly, of course. But sometimes you just got to give credit to a main event match. That was main event caliber. It was Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre. For the Universal Championship. It's kind of weird with all the legends watching. I didn't really like that part. But the wrestling itself, we finally got to really see what Keith Lee can do. Why Keith Lee has so much hype around him coming up from NXT. And Drew is just Drew. Drew can have a good match. We know this. And it was a good physical match between two strong, violent men. And it was enjoyable. It was finally... It's the first time in a little while that a weekly show main event 
on one of the two big shows was, in my opinion, main event worthy from a wrestling perspective. Absolutely. It's been a little while, and so I have to give credit where it's due. It was yeah, because SmackDown match, likes to well kick wrestling. off with a cage match between Roman and KO instead of putting it at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on, what are you doing? The, Please the keep only watching. thing that annoyed me about that match is, and I, I understand it, the, the, I think in my head I had it as a pay-per-view match, and I, I, I know it's on Raw, so it is going to be different, but the breaks were just at the wrong times. So, Roman, eh, Roman, sorry, Drew putting Keith Lee through the edge of the table, like literally on the point of the table, yeah. and he falls through it, and they go, ah, it's insane! Yeah. And the next thing I'm watching an advert about milk, or whatever, I don't know why. It wasn't milk, but, you know, I'm watching an advert for what, dairy farms. You know, whatever it is. Dairy. Yeah, like some pish. And I'm like, what? I'm just in the middle of like the, the best moment of the match, and you've just cut it. And then by the time it cuts back, they're both back in the ring fighting. I'm like, oh, how did he get, how did he get back? Like, I want to know what happened there. So that's the only problem I have with that mm-hmm. caliber of a match being on a regular show. Um, so they need to yes. do better with finding a way to put that in a different... Yeah. They've done this for... WWE is the best doing it. They've done it the most. But they've done the longest. The Figure it they, out. They do not have an audience just now. Yeah. So they, they could find any more yeah. to do. I don't, I don't anyway. want any excuses. Fucking figure that shit out because that sucks. To be fair... It sucks as a viewer. We are, it's an we easy are fix. not allowed to make any comment on the... Have a nice milk. <laughs> match of the week. That's so right. So Waxman, well done. I think it's a great uh, choice. Thank great you. Great choice. And now we will move to our final segment, segment, segment of the evening. And it is indeed the one good, one bad. One good, one bad. One good, one pish. One good, one pish. One top, one pish. Mm. One lop, one snitch. (laughs) What? And you know what? We'll do the same order we did for uh, for Jason's homework. We'll go Brad first. All right, I'm going to kick it off here. Um, what would I put my bat as? Hold on, i got to open up my uh, ooh, my wee notch here, you know. got my wee notch pot. Aye. I got my wee notch. Aye. <laughs> you know what? All of this equals the same thing. They're not going far enough. Every single thing that I look at, every single thing that I had down, is all about them not going far enough. Randy Orton, the legend killer. Let's see it. Let's go far enough. You know, punting people in the heads. The weak bike, oh, that weak choke to the b- big show was just, <laughs> it still is fucking, like, now, like, I, I'm so glad that I had forgotten it. I deleted it from my mind, and reading it in my notes again makes me relive it, and I'm so annoyed, because it's just so stupid. Slap him in the face, mm. give me something, let's go. So, that, I, I just, I think there's so many opportunities for them to go too far and rein it back, which is, it's the, ob- it's the most obvious note in all of TV, like, figure it out, guys, okay? I'm, I'm done with it. So, quickly on to my good. Billy Kay is my good this week. A fantastic job. There's so much good, but just a standout performance. And not only did she, like, rat her way to help the Riot Squad win a little bit unexpected afterwards, she had a little promo. The after-show promo that she did is clearly not scripted, and that's when she's at her best, I think, they made a mistake splitting these two up, or at least they've underestimated her greatly. She is funny. I think so. Yeah. Do you do you agree? Do you guys think she's underrated? 
I, I do think she's underrated, especially because the rumor was they split up the Iconics because they wanted Peyton Royce to be the star. And no disrespect to Peyton. Nope. Uh, she had a win this week. Yep. Uh, with Lacey Evans back in another tag team. But Billy Kay is absolutely uh, a little diamond in the rough right now. 100%. Super funny. Just like, I just wanted to point it out because it's such a, it's different from everything else going on and it's funny. And I don't know. I just, I'm, I just, I was surprised. I'm not even surprised. I don't know. I'm just delighted. It's just great. Give me more. That's all. Absolutely. All right. Great picks. Great picks. I'll go to me next. You are next on the list, according to the Waxman list of names. That's right. And I'll start with my bad as well. And this is a bad out of a kind of good, basically, because I actually did like the development in the tag team division on SmackDown, mm. where the Street Profits were attacked. This was good. By two wrestlers that I really like. Dolph Ziggler. You know I love Dolph Ziggler. And Robert Roode, the best theme song Glorious. in wrestling. Exactly. What I don't like is the name they're apparently going with, Dirty Dogs. It sounds like a, a FIFA create a team name. It sounds it's like... It sounds like a, a, hot dog, a hot dog restaurant. It's a hot dog it, restaurant, it, I'm sure, in every city in the world. There's a Dirty Dog. <laughs> hot dog restaurant <laughs> in Montreal, like, I can say that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's like, just like, really? That's, that's what you can come up with? It's the same thing I'd say in the restaurant. It's, you sell hot dogs, is this what you came up with? Dirty Dogs? <laughs> yeah, it's it's silly. It, I know it's a, it's a minor thing, and we know WWE can change tag team names in the blink of an eye. They need so, to, but they already have merch of it, so I, I, it seems like that's something they're at least committing to. But really, just ask Dolph Ziggler to come up with something. He's pretty creative. Ask the man who has the number two selling shirt on WWE.com, Sammy Zayn, for some advice, and then maybe you'll sell a couple T-shirts. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so so go. after only Roman Reigns. Overall, something nice, but I do not like that tag team name. I refuse to refer to them as the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> I, it just, it, it, it's just, no. yeah, no. It, it's garbage. It's almost as bad as Retribution. Yeah, the announcers didn't even say it throughout the whole thing. They just kept calling no, them like Rude and Ziggler. Ziggler and Rude. Rude and Ziggler. Yeah. No, I can't say it. <laughs> no, I refuse. I refuse, and I, I don't blame anyone else for refusing. It's, it's terrible. I hate it. Uh, what was my good for this week? No, my good for this week is back on NXT. It is once again oh. the bubbling feud between Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. They are going up in the fight pit tomorrow at New Year's mm -hmm. Evil. And it's again, it's promising to be a very brutal, physical, violent match between two guys who know how to put on a good show know how to sell can cut promos uh timothy thatcher again he's one to watch in 2021 champa mm -hmm. i think is just you know he's a veteran he's always count uh, he's so underrated so, so super underrated injuries don't help his cause of yeah, course of course but yeah. he's always reliable to put on a good match and be a good foil to whoever he's going against whether he's a face whether he's a heel uh, so I really, really like that feud, and wherever it goes, I think it's going to do great for both of them. So I, I love that they're being in a, they're they're being in a program together right now. Class. Yeah. All right, Jordan. Well, let me think. Um, my I'm going to start with my bad. My one bad comes from Raw this week. I I thought the whole promo and the match, if I'm being honest, I don't think the match was very good either. 
but the promo in particular with Ms. Morrison and the New Day was awful. It didn't make sense. Um, Some flubs, mistakes, that, messy. Yeah, there was mistake. Like they came out and said, "Oh no, it's our show," but then. The Miz didn't say anything. He just kind of sat there. And then Morrison was like, oh, yeah, I, my favourite holiday is this or whatever. And then the, the minute The Miz does try to say something, Teddy Long comes out and goes, you're going to be up against The Undertaker, brother. Like, I can't, I understand what they were trying to do. It just, as the opening segment for Legends Night, the first night of Raw of 2021, you're going to start with that? It seemed like the whole... Segment was to set up Teddy Long. It was, the yeah. One yeah, exactly. Team match, but, joke. but it doesn't make sense. They could have done anything with the that. one Anybody time you let it seem like it was improv. Some of it, so I'm gonna assume yeah. it was the first time you got you let people fucking improv. Is it a chance when there's no stakes, there's no story, yeah. there's no nothing? So literally just two teams that might have bumped into each other at one point. Look, if all the promos were there, like that, if all the promos were kind of more, you know, free flowing and and seemingly improv, then I'd be fine with it. But Jason and I have had this discussion before, and I want to bring it up now, is that AEW, like Waxman said, has created this universe, and they play within the rules of it. Consistency is so important in storytelling and when creating these worlds. The inconsistencies in the refing, in the, you know, all these things really break us out of it. Just keep it consistent. If you're going to have flimsy, flamsy promos, great, I'm down. But just keep it consistent. Yeah. Yeah, just... I, I didn't enjoy it. I, like I sat for the first five minutes watching the promo and was like, "What? What is happening here?" Sorry. And, and Miz tries to say stuff and nothing ever happens. And then Terry Long comes out and then Adam Pierce just appears out of nowhere and whispers in his ear, "He's retired." And he goes, "Oh, uh, sorry. You're gonna face each other." I see what you're trying. To Adam do. Pierce is one of my most hated characters it's, now because he's so inconsistent. Why are you here sometimes, not others, yeah, and yeah, it's never it when it, you, you're supposed to be. And you're allowed to. Shayna Baszler's allowed to attack someone before the match, and then start a match with somebody else. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. It's just. But then Kevin Owens again, asks for a match, no. and he can't no, do it. No, all that of a can't sudden. happen. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. Didn't like that pish. whole thing. So that as the one pish. segment was uh, one pish, several more <laughs> pish. Um, so yeah, didn't enjoy that whole thing. I, the match, I guess, maybe I'm being unfair. The match was fine. Um, some good works, but it, for the opening of Raw, nah, not good enough. Um, okay, my one good. Mm. This is tough. Um, I actually really enjoyed, and this is, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure it was the second segment on Raw. I really enjoyed AJ versus Elias. Mm. I thought it was a really was. good match. We got to see Elias do some stuff that we don't normally see because he normally just gets hit over the face with a guitar and that's him done. Um, so I really enjoyed seeing Elias do something and AJ is obviously always amazing. My favourite moment of the whole thing is Jackson Riker trying to hit him with a guitar and almost, almost yeah. kicking Perfect. the guitar Timing. out of his hand. Yeah, it was great. But then, obviously, AJ ducks yes, at the exact time perfect. as well. Like, I'm just like, Whoa. the planets aligned for that yeah. one moment. The fact yeah. that he goes to lift his foot, and then AJ ducks, and then the guitar comes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and then it yes. splinters into little bits. It, yeah. Like, the note that I also had about that, that match was it was stiff. 
Yeah. Fuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm watching Elias and I'm like, wow, like you're normally quite a yeah. kind of punch and then you get knocked down. But this was like slobber knockers well. fucking like, hitting each other and yeah. then him getting like AJ Styles getting flung out of really the ring. Enjoyed like, it. They were I they felt like there was Tried some Tried to give the phenomenal forearm and he gets knocked off the ropes. Like there's some stiffness. Yeah, I like great. that. Yeah, really enjoyed that. And and like I say the end just building almost as well as a character just as this that moment you're right beast. i was so fun. i like yeah, that it's so good i like it's it. really, you can really build them good. up as this indi- you know unstoppable or just indestructible force Why we needed not some right moments now? and that was like yeah. i don't know but it was so sick like we're like oh. it was class <laughs> so yeah that's definitely my uh, my one good of the week was that match and and the kind of nonsense after it perfect so there you go. does anybody else have anything they'd like to add uh, in our closing closing thoughts no, that's it. I don't uh, have anything. I thought that was a that's a good wrap up from this week. What a week it was. Uh, Goldberg absolutely. was almost my down. And Jordan, you put up the post nah. today at the four jobbers on social media. What are your guys' thoughts on Goldberg versus Drew? We didn't talk about it a lot earlier. Let's just get it out of the way before we wrap this thing up. Yeah, it was almost my bad as well. Um, yeah. I, I'm not excited about this match. I don't. Is, is this for the Rumble? Is this confirmed for the I'm Rumble? I'm excited yeah. for the outcome, I, I, not uh, the match at all. I just want to, because it's. No. The match is going to be a, a squash either way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it has to be. It's not going to be an actual match. The last time we saw Goldberg do an actual match, right? It, again, in inverted quotes, <laughs> was against Undertaker, and he almost, he almost killed, killed Drew in the ring there, is what I was alluding to earlier, is when he was supposed to hit him there or whatever. When he pushed him. He fucking yeah. pushed him like, I don't know if he was in the wrong spot or what, but his neck flung back, and Goldberg also went forward, and he almost head-butted him right in the nose. Their nose was close. I was like, already almost did your Drew. He's you just fucking just... came out, you old jerk. <laughs> yeah, he's, we already he's know not... how Jordan feels about Goldberg. <laughs> I don't like him. He's... I understand what he does. He yeah, brings... the presence, all of that. I get he it. He brings a hype and everything like that, but especially when... Especially right now when there isn't a crowd to pop. So they've got like this manufactured pop. So this annoyed me. Goldberg comes out and he starts talking. Now I've heard a lot about what you've said. And you can still hear people going, Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. And it's just fading out. And I'm like, that's not, it's so overproduced that it doesn't work. I understand Goldberg's hype if, there's an actual crowd there popping for him. But if you're just going to have this play and then have this guy sitting in the back just manually fading <laughs> out the noise. <laughs> Literally, the that's what's this happening. Is <laughs> that's yep. so, it's awful. It doesn't work. It's not the same reaction because I bet there's folk just sitting at home going, nah, this is crap. But then there's the other producer guy sitting on going, oh, if you're watching on the Thunderdome, Make sure you're all good. That's Goldberg yeah, literally what they're doing. Saying, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Goldberg. Chant Goldberg, like, everybody. Absolutely. Goldberg's back. Chant it. Goldberg. Yeah, chant it. Chant it. Nobody cares. Go home. Just go home. Aye. Go kick your son <laughs> in the head. No, don't, don't, don't kick your son in the head. No, don't do that. Yeah, so, yeah didn't enjoy that. No, I don't know if any of us did. And uh, <laughs> it promises to be a underwhelming match at best. Quite honestly, unless Ms. Cash is in, oh, it, it could be a good, uh, it could be a good window I mean, for that. We'll see. Go, Goldberg squashes Drew, and then 
Miz cashes in and gets a roll up or Imagine. something stupid like that. Like you know, wouldn't hate that. Wouldn't hate. And then that Miz, at all. Miz just starts going on. Oh yeah, I've got a win over Goldberg. That would be great. Like, easy. What a great it does angle, seem like it's leading you know, to some sort of something Miz, like that. Uh, something. It it could it couldn't do something. I understand that. I just don't like seeing him. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our little show. Speaking of show, you can find not didn't work, but you can find us on social. <laughs> speaking of show, <laughs> I. Speaking of so show, you can find us on show show media. Show, show you, can, media. you can show us some love by show following us. There us we go. At Thank you. The four jobbers. Yeah. The four That's jobbers so on both Twitter and Instagram. Hello at the four jobbers by email. Uh, you can send us a, a, a real mail if you want, but I won't give you any of our addresses. <laughs> I'll give you Jason's. If you reach out to me personally, ask for his address because you're going to send him something. I'll, I'll give it to you. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, lots Why of hate not? mail if you want. <laughs> Although Jason seems to move quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's true. So, He'll be know. moving again soon, I think. Whatever. You never know where I'll be. Um, so, without further ado, from us three jobbers, will be for next week. Again, Happy New Year. We're hoping 2021 will be a nice, bright, upward-trending year. But even uh, if not, we will still see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>